Let's go. What do you do when <laughs> devastation invades? If you know the truth, it'll make you free. How do you move on? Whom the sun sets free. One day your life is free indeed. 24 hours, everything has drastically changed. As difficult as it may be, we must evaluate what is lost and what is lost. Trapped in the bondage of what you used to see. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's Pastor Free, and listen, I'm mega excited that you're locked in to another Free Indeed Friday. Please be sure to share with your friends and your family. Get them logged onto the podcast, and all y'all gonna fool around and get a blessing. Listen, there's a word designed for you that very well might set you free. Laughter is just good medicine. This one is called Donations. Father O'Malley answers the phone. Hello, is this Father O'Malley? It is. This is the IRS. Can you help us? I can. Do you know Ted Houlihan? I do. Is he a member of your congregation? He is. Did he donate $10,000 to the church? (laughs) He sure will. On Free Indeed Fridays, I try to expose you to some dope music that maybe you've never heard before. In the words of Eric Bellinger, this gonna be your favorite song. <laughs> so it turns out Jesus loved a gangsta. Forgave us sins and promised to remember. To show the world God's grace covers all. To show the world God answers when we call. The whole world stood still that Friday. As the Lamb of God took the world sins away The way he died proved he was the greatest lover No concern for himself, only for others, yeah Woman, behold your son, someone to care for you John, take my mom, bro, you know what to do I understood I can't replace you But you can count on me to do what you told me to What kind of man is this? How is he so selfless? He going through this hurting pain and mama's on the brain. My God, why have you forsaken me? The world is full of sin, I'm paying the penalty. That's more like it. Tell your daddy, get us down. You was talking about forgiveness, but you talking different now. I'm thirsty. This ain't no time for ramen. I'm thirsty. And back to the floor we go. Oh. My Jesus stayed there from the sixth to the ninth. The sky turned black. The sun refused to shine. They mock and ridiculed our blessed Savior when he was thirsty. They gave him vinegar, but he was on a mission. Gotta put sin in remission. So at the right time, he cried, It is finished. Father, take my spirit. I put it in your hand. Cause in a couple days, I'll need it back again. And then he died for me, he died for you too He died for all who would believe that he's the way, the truth The light was shining bright, the sun refused to shine The earth was shaking violently, Messiah dead on the tree But the throw bar, we were still alive How in the world seeing we were crucified at the same time? Surely he was stronger, surely he had more power But he said no man takes my life, I just lay it down And if I lay it down, I'ma get back up 
The devil got some power, but it ain't enough. <laughs> they came and broke our legs, accelerate the dying. It didn't matter no more, cause my soul was flying. To be at rest, then paradise later. But it's gonna be real hot later for that hater. Ha! Chapter 2. Wanted in spite of my background check. Perhaps the most sobering thought is that God wants me in spite of me. I'm learning more and more that people are usually drawn to people or love them based on what they don't know versus what they do know. A church or organization loves their leader for the effort they see, the love he or she gives, the service they provide. But in most instances, if they truly knew that person, I mean, really knew them, their struggles, faults, weaknesses, etc., their honor and esteem would be diminished. However, God has shown me that he does not love me based on what he can see and what is hidden from him. But with full knowledge and disclosure, he still wants me. He is very aware of all of our junk and desires us anyway. He has made this clear throughout his word and in our individual lives. He knows we are weak, evil, malicious, fickle, arrogant, and guilty, but he wants us. He knew Noah's love for strong drink and libations. He wanted him still. He knew Abraham's propensity to lies and unordained relationships, but he wanted him still. He knew Rahab's promiscuous past and and he wanted her still. He knew David's fondness for women and adulterous heart, and he wanted him still. He knew Peter's quick tongue, raging temper, and inconsistent courage, and he wanted him still. I was familiar with so many biblical examples of God's calling in spite of, but it was never more real than when I lived through my own grace experience. To be quite honest, it is clear that God works through the flaws and failures of our past to use us for his glory. It is not that he wanted us to stumble and fall. However, he knew we would. And in his providence, he weaves that into the storyline of our lives to produce his perfect will. I love to consider the analogy of cake baking. For the record, I cannot bake at all, but have observed this principle to be true. <laughs> a good cake will include some ingredients that by themselves may not be very appetizing. Raw eggs, flour, and several others. In isolation, they're not good to the taste. But as ingredients, they serve the final product well. Many of our mistakes and falls in life in isolation are detestable. Yet when they are considered in the totality of our lives, they have great value. Addiction, prison time, children out of wedlock, time fighting with family, etc. All of these things potentially shaped us into the vessels God can use. I believe this is Paul's point in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, when he said, And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That all things must also include the issues we have and the mistakes God knows we will make. Paul seems to be an expert on the grace and mercy of God, both forgiving and using our past to his glory and ministry. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 16, we see a bold confession. I thank 
Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Paul does not seek to hide who he was or what he is, but rather uses it to explain the mercy of God and therefore the grace in his call. If God could so greatly use the chief among sinners, I'm sure he could use a couple of Indian sinners also. <laughs> Free rent. Having accepted my call to preach at the age of eight, I grew up in the church. I knew church doctrine. I knew church politics and church folks. I'd grown up pretty disciplined, raised by a mother who tried to keep me close to the Lord. I'd stood in some pretty esteemed places as a boy. I was a good student and athlete. I'd never done drugs. I was very honest and now a college grad. In retrospect, perhaps I'd subconsciously began to believe God wanted me because I was a pretty good catch <laughs> until it happened. My then beautiful girlfriend and now gorgeous wife called with that shattering news. I'm pregnant. It hit me like a truck carrying bricks driven by Rasputia from Norbert. <laughs> My life was over because deep down inside, I knew that people loved me for what they didn't know about me. Now my sin was exposed. My name was discredited, and I became the talk of the town, or so I thought. Some of my old friends distanced themselves, and some new ones emerged, but through it all, God remained. I continued to hear him say, I still love you. Then it was clear that he didn't love me because of me, but in spite of me. Still, the greater blessing was hearing him say, and I still want you. My background check was in and everybody knew my wickedness and God still wanted to use me. I didn't completely understand then, but I know now that even my sin would be used for his glory. He wanted me even after a great fall because that was part of what made me who I am and would help me to better grasp and relay the reality of his grace to others. Just as he had used countless other sinners in the scriptures, he had a will and desire to use me. Do some evaluation. Number one, what specific things about your past disqualify you from being used of God without his grace? Number two, what biblical character do you most identify with for their past and flaws? Number three, what does it mean to you to believe God loves us unconditionally?
Number four, why is it so hard for us to forgive ourselves? Number five, how do you perceive God is redeeming or using your past for his purpose? Your boy don't just preach. He's sick with the pen. Give him a mic and he'll go in. So I'm about to give you some of this free time music. But in the words of Erica Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my stuff. <laughs> Tangled up like spaghetti Pulling me but nah I ain't ready Feeling something break like a levy Playing hide and seek Come and get me Story unfold. 
a brother interested in the stories he's told But not quite ready yet to leave that life But pretty sure that Jesus is the Christ And to many people find themselves wearing those same shoes Knowing right from wrong but still refusing to choose The narrow way that ultimately leads to life Playing Russian roulette till they run out of time My God My God What's up, world? Today, I want to remind you that my God still works miracles. If by chance your God does not, <laughs> I invite you to try mine. Every now and then, we find ourselves in situations that seem impossible. A debt we cannot pay, a sickness the medicine can't cure, a deadline we don't think we can meet. And in those times, the devil magnifies the facts or at least the material information presented. He sows seed of doubt in our hearts. He pushes us towards spiritual amnesia where we forget the last time God did the impossible in our lives. We begin to lose hope and forfeit the faith to believe that we serve the God who specializes in things impossible. Family, I ask you the same question God asked Abraham when he laughed at his pending miracle in Genesis chapter 18. Is there anything too hard for God? We must answer with the resounding chant of faith. There is absolutely, positively, tootalutely nothing too hard for my God. He is the gladiator that tames roaring lions. He is the healer that stops a hemorrhaging flow. He is the lifeguard that crosses an army through a sea on dry land. He turns water into wine and turns water into sidewalks. Walks. He shrinks tumors, overrides credit scores, turns definite impossibilities into possible definitely. When your challenge seems too great and your resources are too small, remember, your God works miracles. This is Pastor Free, the lead pastor of the Abundant Life Church, where better life in Christ begins and we're living it up. Till next time, live life abundantly. <laughs> Ah, love. I know you don't want to be the only one free. If you think this is good food or good medicine, invite your friends, your family, even your enemies to tune in to Free Indeed Friday's own podcast. Also, follow us on all social media outlets. We on that Facebook, that IG, that Twitter. Holler at us. Listen, friends, if you've been blessed by this podcast, you need to make your way over to our website, www.freetheletterindeedministries.com. On our site, you can find everything from movies to live recordings and studio records. Uh, also, my first book, God Wants Me. You can follow us on all social media outlets. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at free, the letter N, D, M-I-N. 
Please believe we got some amazing things in store and you don't want to miss one moment of it. So go ahead and follow us. Like do it like right now. Like go check it out. Like 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 right now. Right now.